Yeah, they're doing it on purpose. I know they are. All right. This is episode 241, oh my lord, of the Illustrious Gentleman Podcast. That's Scott. I'm Ryan. We work in comics. And uh, Scott draws comics. I color comics. We're both working on Justice League versus the Legion of Superheroes from DC Comics, written by Brian Michael Bendis. Issue two is out on March 8th, is what I hear. Um, don't hold me to that. That's just the that's just the news down at the local tavern. Is that issue two is out on March eighth? Around the water cooler. That's right. Uh, you can get all your Tig Show goodies at TigShow.com, and uh, you can support the podcast by becoming a Patreon at, t- at uh, Patreon.com/slash/Super75Studios. I'm sure there's a link on the website. If there's not, our producer is fired. So yeah, we're gonna try to do a podcast here. Scott's busy watching uh, his 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 team struggle. Lose. They're struggling, uh, but we're gonna move forward because we're professionals here. Uh, Scott, it looks like you're drinking Dr Pepper out of a glass. Yes, that's true. Okay, well, so I've been trying to get off the beer personally, not for alcoholic reasons, but for for like uh, just swelling reasons, health reasons. Yeah, I just I'm swelling too much, you know, in general. You're too swole. Yeah, so I'm trying to get off the beer, so I'm switching mostly to, although I'm drinking a lot of, not a lot, you know, whatever. I'm drinking a fair amount of uh, wine spritzers, which I got to think of a more manlier name than wine spritzers. But if I'm just putting club soda in with my wine, isn't that the same as drinking a beer? I guess not as many carbs. So it's fine. Let's not overthink that. Uh, but... For my show drink, I thought I would make my way through. I have, I have like six or four open bottles of bourbon or whiskey, okay. and I they're just been sitting there for a long time. So I thought maybe I'd make my way through them um, because I am in love with an, an evening makers before bed. You know, maybe after the shower, before bed, in the shower. Just, yeah, who knows? I bought these round ice cube things that are it, it's like ninety percent round, eighty percent round. There's a flat spot. Um, but what do you expect? But so today's whiskey in my Jura Scotch glass that I got at Goodwill for 90 cents is my uh, Jameson cold brew iced mm-hmm. coffee whiskey. Uh, so bizarre heavy- to me. Yeah, since it's so heavily flavored, it is it is lighter. It's only 60 proof, so 30, 30% alcohol by volume. And I think I had a glass of this when I first bought the bottle about a year ago, and I don't think I've touched it since. So it's gonna it's gonna make its way into my digestive system over the next hour, and we'll see where it goes from there. <laughs> All right, so uh, nice. Yeah, um, what do you? I mean, what do you think of it? It's pretty smooth. You know, it's it's smoother than like a regular bourbon, but Irish sure. whiskey is a little is a little too smooth sometimes for me. Like I don't love Jameson. Um, so flavor, James. I like the IPA, Jameson. I had a bottle of that a couple of years ago. That was fun. I think I think uh, uh, OG Jameson is fine. It makes a nice whiskey sour. It's got almost like a, a floral mm-hmm. note to it. Not not as floral, something like a a gin, but it's there. Yeah, Irish whiskey definitely has a trait to it that it maybe it's the peat. I don't know how they do it, but it's definitely different than American whiskey. It's different different than bourbon or rye. Um, I think my palate is good enough to tell if I was blindfolded whether I was drinking a bourbon or an uh, Irish whiskey. Oh, for sure. I would hope so. Uh, but yeah, this is pretty smooth. Like it's definitely smells like 
coffee and whiskey mixed, but it doesn't have any whiskey burn to it. That's yeah. Sometimes but, that's but the fun part. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know yet. Let's find out. We'll find out. Um, you got anything in your pocket for for TikTok? Anything happened over the last week that you want to chat about? Uh, Peacemaker wrapped up. I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll do a show on just Peacemaker at some point. Maybe it'll be part of this discussion. I don't know. Uh, uh maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, uh, I finished Peacemaker as well. Uh, da, 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 da. um, no. No, my my recommendation right now is to go back in time two weeks and watch the previous Wolves Gunners game. Okay, yeah, get in your DeLorean and go back in time to relive the glory days. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and listen to you whine about your team that's in like sixth place when my Seventh. team is in like sixteenth place. Ah, uh, fuck! Oh, that's right. You are. Uh, oh, we might be caught up now. That's why you said that. You might be ahead of me. Uh, anyways, if the listener doesn't want to hear us talk about this. Although, feel free to ignore me as usual when yeah, I'm talking. Welcome to the to the Wolves Gunners commentary. Yeah. Uh, so, as we're going to find out when we get into the show topic, uh, I haven't been watching a lot of stuff uh, other than sports. So, uh, one thing I did watch the other day was. Uh, the King's Man is on uh, Prime now, mm. and I and I like the fact that maybe well, I mean the the only good thing about COVID, you know, besides uh, reducing a population, you know, that's oh, that's uh, <laughs> overgrown and and needs right, to be the Thanos virus. Yes, uh, is that a lot of these movies? If you just wait a couple of weeks, they'll be on a streaming device. And uh, so I watched the King's Man, and I'm not a huge King's Men person, Kingsman movies person, but uh, the singular. The first one was, the first one was fun. This one is, yeah, that's the, this is the possessive one. Uh, the first one was fun. I don't remember if I ever watched the second one. Uh, but uh, the second one was, had Channing Tatum, right? Wasn't he the American? Oh, oh, he was like the League of Extraordinary, Gen- Extraordinary Gentlemen's Tom Sawyer. <laughs> yeah, he was the one. cowboy. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I don't think I saw it. But this one, the King's Man, the possessive uh, King's Man. Even has more of a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen vibe to it, I think. Uh, it was neat be- just because it's not, I guess it is a sequel, but it's not a comic book movie. It's not a, you know, they're trying to do something different. It's set in the past. So I'm a sucker for like World War II, World War One shit. Um, so it had its moments, but it, it it's hard. Action movies are hard pressed to entertain me these days because it's like everything's been done. So it's, it's true. A There's a certain level of desensitization yeah uh but i like the cast i like jaiman hansu uh yeah uh, voldemort's the main character uh playing somebody else voldemort's With playing like ray ray fines playing somebody else in this um without it giving any spoilers away at various at two points in the movie well into the movie a noticeable actor plays a role mm-hmm. and i'm like well that's weird to like bring this guy in in the 65th minute for 30 seconds. Uh, but then of course it's setting up a sequel probably, but still, I mean, mm. good, for, good for them for shelling the money out to fly in, you know, to, to cast some of these guys. Was it uh, a just deep to, fake Sean Connery? No, that would have been cool. If Alan Quartermain just walked in rugged and old as shit, like 90 years old. Uh, 
but yeah, I, I would say I recommend it because it's free if you have Prime. And if you like the Kingsman movies, the Kingsman movies, uh, then go for it. It's all based off a of comic. So anytime a comic guy can make even more money, not that Mark Millar is hurting for money, but, you know, good yeah, for... Yeah, doesn't he own Netflix? Something like that. One of my favorite comics right now is one of his comics, and it's called a Netflix comic. Not a, Even though it's published by Image, it's hmm. referred to as the Netflix yeah. series. Yeah. So good um, for him. I've never seen any of them. Oh, I've seen any of the King's Man's Men's movies. They're they're fun, I guess. They're okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, anytime, like, I like uh, when people play against types. So seeing, like, a Ray Fine or a Colin Firth, like, fuck people up, that's always fun because it gives old man me who's out of shape hope that, you know, maybe someday I could be a Kingsman and fuck people up with an umbrella. Uh, yeah, so I don't have any TikTok because I haven't done anything. Oh, here uh, comes Nikita. They're looking for some sort of offense. Uh, if listener really wants the full the full weight of this episode, get your peacock. Do a replay of Arsenal Wolves on February twenty whatever today is. Yeah, 26, and start this podcast around the sixty three minute mark. <laughs> yeah, and then you really get the whole vibe. Uh, but yeah, okay. So moving on, I guess to the topic. Uh, last week we talked about movie. A couple weeks ago we said we're going to do some posy shows. Uh, you're you only have about 14 minutes left of your positude. All right, so we're gonna do a, a a kind of a posy show, just talking about TV shows we enjoy. Once again, not necessarily our favorite TV shows, but something that is easily di- or you know uh, easily absorbed. Something we put on that we can just watch while we work. A lot of shows I haven't watched because I can't watch while I work, and maybe my wife doesn't want to watch them. So there's a lot of stuff I've missed, but I put sure. together a handful of handful of shows. Uh, but before we get started with that, what kind of stuff, since we're, we've talked about this before, or I've talked about this before, we're about six years apart in age, but that's like an entire generation of media. So what did you grow up watching? Like, what kind of shit did you grow up watching? Uh-huh. What did you like when you were, let's say, formative, like t- 10 to, you know, 10 to like 15-ish? Okay. You know, you, so so at that point, you're sort of out of... Saturday morning cartoon stuff and you're into preteen sort of yeah uh, you're looking at uh what fresh prince and yeah like you've aged out of by the bell Dare. right uh see that right there that shows your age a little bit um but like what kind of did you watch like adventure were you into Night sci-fi like adventure stuff did you watch like uh 90210 what you watch? I was never a 90210 guy until Tiffany Amber Theason came on and even then, I can't say I did more than three episodes before I was out again. Yeah. All you have to do is record one on your VHS system. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, most of my stuff is similar to what I watch now. Like, when I was younger, it was, like, like Silver Spoons, like Ricky Scroder, and, uh, like, um, Facts of Life. Growing Pains, all the shit that was super popular. I never popular. watched that's, any of the sitcom-y things, like Family Ties or Growing Pains. or. Oh, man, I was... That's just because my family... We just watched TV. Like, we were a typical... Like, I always tell people when they ask me like about my family, like, oh, picture the most normal, like, nuclear family. That was my family. We had dinner early. We sat down and watched, like, primetime television. And then when the news came on, I had to go to bed. You know, it was like a super... Uh, Super textbook kind of yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. With me I, I, I still have a Pavlovian response 
to the theme from Next Generation. Because whenever that would play, I would know it was time for bed. Ah, but your mom's a Trekkie, so she would watch it and make you go to bed? Yeah, i just fall asleep on the couch. That's some cold blood That and, uh, and designing women. <laughs> yeah, the sugar bakers, man. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah, shit like that. Like, I would check out when my mom would watch Designing Women or, like, Golden Girls and stuff. But for the most part, I was into all of it. Like, um, I had a huge crush. I think we talked about this. I had a huge crush on Alyssa Milano. So, like, I would flip through my girlfriend's, like, Tiger Beat and shit. So I knew all the Danny Pintaro and all these fucking actors and shit, child actors. Um, and then when I moved to Okinawa, it was just, there was one station. So you just watched what was on. So it was always, like, Roseanne, Home Improvement, like. Oh, sure, sure, sure. There's only one English language television station when I lived there. So I just watched whatever they broadcast for, you know, three hours a night. Um, but, yeah, I was big into that whole, like. Like the Family Ties extended universe. Was it Family Ties? Or... No, not Family Ties. The, uh... oh shit. You take the good, you take your bad, take them both in there. Yeah. Oh, Facts of Life. So uh, the Facts of Life is a spinoff of different strokes. But then something else, I think something else was a spinoff of Facts of Life. I can't remember. My memory is failing me. It's all the years of hardcore drug use. Yeah. But yeah, I was all into that, you know, like you'd have like little crossovers, like even as a, like, I liked comics so much as a kid that when, even when there was a crossover on like an NBC show, I was like super pumped. Like, cause I knew where they were from. You like if I was TV, if I was 15 right now, I would love the MCU and star Wars because I know what they're, I know the reference. I get it. <laughs> no, that's right. Hey, prepared to be happy, buddy. I know that thing. Yeah. Look at your TV. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I was into all that stuff. Nostalgia's big for me. Uh, always has been. Um, you know, I really enjoyed, like, Wonder Years when it was on. Uh, that 70s show was always Oh, Wonder Years, yeah. That 70s show I never got into. Yeah, but all of that stuff kind of kind of oh. did it for me, you know? Just thinking about better days. What a goal. Pepe. What a goal. What a goal from Pepe. He borrowed that move straight from that uh, neutrino out of Boba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> little spin move there at the end. The shot. Yeah. So when I listen to this podcast on my deathbed, because that's what I'm going to do. The last, you know, once, I go into, once I go into hospice, once I go into hospice, I'm just listening to all these podcasts. And, uh, you know, you know ignore oh. my kids. No one can visit me. Um, I will be searching this out on YouTube and watching it at the... 82nd minute mark. The kids are all right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So if we're talking about TV shows that we put on that we enjoy, for me, I like easily digestible stuff that I don't really have to focus on at all. You know, like stuff that I could just have in the background that you could pop in and out of that I enjoy the characters. I I enjoy what the characters are. Yeah. I suppose. I I don't, I don't need them to grow or become. That's one of the qualifications, I guess, that I used was. That it's something I could that could be on in the background, or that's like a warm blanket, you know. Yeah, it's not yeah. it's not super intense. It's not Breaking Bad, you know. Right. Yeah, it's not stuff that I'm trying to learn from. Like, like if I was watching like Mad Men or like you said Breaking Bad or something, or even the Americans, I'd be trying to like look into how they told the story. What? How do you make a, this episode interesting? Where I don't care about that shit. Right. I'm just putting. Yeah. On, 
when I'm just putting on, uh, you know, chicken soup of TV. But I had a, a little bit of a difficult time coming up with this list because when I worked from home and I had really good internet, I streamed TV all day long while I worked, but now I don't do that anymore. And when I come home from work, when I come home from the studio, the first thing I look for is sports. Like I'm going through a, huh. a midlife crisis of obsessed with sports. So it's like uh, I'm always looking like any soccer game on where I can even remotely enjoy. I'll watch that, any racing, anything like that. Um, so I don't really seek out or watch a lot of TV anymore unless my wife and I are watching it together. And a lot of those are prestige series that wouldn't fall into this category, you know, like. Like, I would not put on uh, Raised by Wolves to have a great time watching sure. TV. Peacemaker um, might be one of these shows where you could just put yeah. it on. Yeah, it could be easily rewatchable. Uh, okay, so, yeah, most of my list is comedies, but I also have a couple cartoons, and I have some action action shows, and uh, I have a few reality shows. So where do you Whoa. want to start? Where do you want to start, Gunner? Oh man, uh, I don't know, why don't you just shoot one at me? I don't have too many. I, this was a list that's pretty short for me. Okay, uh, of stuff uh, that I can just put on. All right, so uh, this first couple ones, uh, most of these I've watched straight through at least twice, if not more. But uh, How I Met Your Mother is something I've watched while mm. I worked multiple times. Again, it's not uh, groundbreaking comedy. It's not pushing any boundaries or anything like that. But uh, it's the characters are likable. It's 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 again. It takes zero brain power to enjoy it, and uh, I like it. I, I I don't really care about the premise of it. Like I never really got into the fact that like Ted can't find love. Like that didn't matter. I was more Ted is actually the worst character on the whole fucking show. Anyways, the main character is the worst. Uh, but yeah, I enjoy all the other characters. He does go through like a lot of attractive women. So you'll have a, like an attractive woman have a guest starring role for like six episodes. So that's cool. You know, if you're me, middle-aged white guy. Uh, yeah, I dig it. I mean, it never got too heavy. Just a fun, easy. Yeah. I, I, I don't, don't like know. the last season. But yeah, I got to say, I, well, I've never, ever watched an entire episode of that series. Uh, I almost kind of hate it. It's got Kobe Smolders. Smolder is her yeah, last name. It's, it's one of those things where all the pieces in it have all been in better things. And I don't know. It, it's kind of like uh, catching an episode of Castle or something, or uh, you know, like uh, 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 or, or whatever other garbage. Matt, uh, no, who's Chandler? What's his fucking face? Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry's ever been in. Yeah. You know, it, it, I just think. It, I mean, it's a super popular show, and it made everybody a shit ton of money. But I, I don't know. As as a piece and other things that were that all of those people seem to be really passionate about, and the fan bases seem to be really passionate about, um, to go to something else 
something like this, like uh, Allison Hannigan coming from Buffy, where everybody just loved that fucking show. And for the majority of its run, like it was really good. And Jason Siegel's done a lot of good work in other places. And Colby Smulders is in the MCU now where uh, even the worst movie is like better than any episode of that show. It's, I don't know. I, you know I, Patrick I, Harris I, peaked at uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Yeah, Neil Patrick Harris is the the rampant womanizer. Yeah. Uh He's just horny, man. It's not his fault. I, I have, uh, but it's, I mean, it's Neil Patrick Harris. Right. I, I, I have no, oh, wait, are, I, are you I, saying I just, on this podcast that homosexual men can't play straight men? Also, I think he's funny looking. You're canceled. He is funny looking. And, 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 uh, uh, like it, he's, he's in the body of a dweeb, but on the show he plays like Joey from friends. Yeah, he looks like a like a baby who did a lot of meth, <laughs> like a soft face that's also crunchy, right? Squish. If yeah. I were going to cast one of the guardians from Green Lantern, I would cast Neil Patrick Harris as that. As Kilowog, if you don't want to do any, just makeup. because he looks like he's going to fall over because his head's so giant. All right, so uh, yeah, it's fine. I enjoyed it. I don't care. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I I, like I said, it's I on my list. It might be the thing. I, I think I've watched it all the way through like three times. I, I get vibes from certain things where it feels like, oh, this is the Walmart of so and so. And if that's what that and uh, like uh, Big Bang Theory feel like, like the Walmart of sitcoms where it's how dare just you, garbage. How dare you compare Hyaman with fucking. Big Bang Theory. Yeah, they're both on the same network. They're both equally popular. Whatever. Bazinga! What's next? Yeah, great. Uh, the well, not the only. I'm going to start off with one. I know you won't. Uh, uh, yeah, you won't sign off on because it's animated, and that is Futurama. Like it's all my eight-year-old has been watching for the last month and a half and I laugh every time I walk through the room. God damn that's a good show. And and it and it develops an amazing amount of heart as it goes on. It's like, oh my God, this is this is great. Like it, Peak Simpsons were the Conan O'Brien years, like seasons four to seven. Right. That that was as good as it got. And the height of Futurama is better than any of those. And, it, yeah, and it's never, better for longer. I never got into The Simpsons, so I just, Futurama was just something else I didn't oh, like. Yeah, the, those early years, before it turned into what would eventually spawn Family Guy, where it's all just references to celebrities and movies and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but Futurama isn't, it, it's not... Uh, it's not a contemporary show. It's set a thousand years in the future, you know? So it can't play with the same sort of gimmicks. It's, it's forced to be clever and inventive. And it does that very well. Yeah. I mean, I do have two animated series on my list, but they're not comedies. 
Because I don't like to laugh at drawn things. Animated maybe series that aren't comedies. Maybe it's because I'm such a, I'm such a, an artist. I believe so strong in art, and art theory, and art practice. Is I think if you're going to go through all the effort of making a cartoon, it should not be funny. <laughs> Even if the intent is to be funny, and it, yeah. if it if it meets that goal, if it achieves that. That was a joke. I don't give a fuck about art, yeah, I but know. I. Uh, I at least wanted to be pretty. If so, like I, I don't like I understand how to say this. I understand the level of skill that goes into making a Futurama or a Simpsons, but uh, it's not visually attractive to me, so I don't give a shit. Okay, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, okay. <clears throat> it also one of the things it does. It's like a. Like in 80s sci-fi movies with all the future 80s tech where all the screens are still still like CRT and, you know, uh, all, all, all of the computer input stuff is still like critical race theory. It's, it's like DOS and or is it CTR? Mm. What's what's the it's CRT, isn't it? Right. I don't know. I understand screens DOS. like old school TV screens with the bubble. Yeah, like a tube TV. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Um, yeah. It, it, it's like it's it's before like modern the the influx of super like futuristic modern technology that we have like today. There weren't cell phones and shit, so you still get a future that's still limited to like stuff that they had at the time. So instead of teleporting like in Star Trek, there's like suction tubes like at the bank. That transport people around. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, much like Futurama, this conversation has gone on too long. Too long. The next show. Oh, and it's coming back on Hulu. Yeah, I know. I'm boycotting it unless they get the real bender. Yeah. The uh, next show. show (laughs) The next show on my list is. I always credit you for for putting me onto this show, but I think I love it more than you, and that's New Girl. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, that's. I still have to get through it. There's not a character again, it, much like How I Met Your Mother. It really falls apart in the last season when they try to button up eight seasons worth of shit. That's why Seinfeld was so great. It just ended. Like the these shows that try to button up everything in the last season when they know it's the last season, so they're going to give a short order and try to finish it all up. It's garbage, but. There's not a character in New Girl I don't like. You know, like they are all just fantastic. Uh, you know, I'm I'm in for some CC and Wilson mess around. I'm in for fucking coach whenever he's around. I still at some point in my life before I die of a heart attack in the next six months, I want to play uh true American. You know, like I just want to fucking do it, man. I want to fucking have fun. Those dudes are having fun. Uh obviously, you know, they don't have to like worry about bills and stuff. It's fantasy. You know, it's like right. the rings up in that fucking loft. But uh, yeah, it's fun. I like uh, I like the relationship between uh, Nick and uh, uh, new new girl, and uh, <laughs> it's just good. Yeah. Oh, Jess, Nick and Jess. Jess. Yes, it's in the song. Her name is Jess. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I, I I have liked every bit that I've seen of it, and I should go back and just put it on and finish it. He did it! He finally got one. Look at him. Oh, man. 
Hang on, I'm going to write down in my notes. It's math. And 29. You know, when you give yourself 20 chances a game, it's, it's going to go on eventually, and that's it. Okay, we're back after a quick edit. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Ar- Arsenal so won in the, in the last minute. Definitely fun for the... This is a this is a uh, mixed media kind of podcast. It's a uh, lots of stuff going on. You even have a video playing behind your head, so anyone who watches on YouTube can watch multiple things. They look pretty excited. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So, uh, new girl, I'm into it. You've watched some episodes. Yeah, you dug I, it. and I do yeah. like it. I do like yes. it. I think it's very clever and funny. Yeah, in my mind, you recommended it to me because you were, like, obsessed with it. But in your mind, you were just like, oh, I saw an episode. It was fun. Yeah, it was one of those shows where I wasn't ever the one in the house watching it. But whenever I would walk through the room or something, I would think, oh, that's that's funny. Even out of context, I think that's funny and clever. Yeah, even all the guest stars. What's his name? Uh uh, long something long. I was just was thinking on, about him. All the, where, all the stuff in the nineties. The bit where he starts dating the the other girl and she gets so upset. I thought you know you were just yeah. the Asian me, but yeah, I'm really I'm the, the Caucasian Asian, you. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> funny. Uh, yeah, all the guest stars on that are great. All the all the people all the people they date is fantastic. Uh, CC is. I mean, her job is to be the, the straight person, uh, but uh, oof. She, oof, that's right. Yeah, painful, painful. Uh, yeah, it's great. And like I said, I really do want to play True American at some point. I would love to just like get a hotel room, set up cameras, and we'll do it for the show. You know, TIG <laughs> show exclusive. We're going to play True American. Uh, I got to look up the rules for that. But yeah, so those are the kind of shows. I mean, people are seeing where my list of comedies lies. It's that stuff. Uh, I don't have like friends on here, which would be the precursor to all this, just because I don't think friends is nearly as funny as a lot of people do. It doesn't uh, hold up for me. No, uh-uh. no. Uh, it's on a lot in my house because my wife, like me, she likes to just watch stuff that she's seen. She doesn't have to think, you know, she has a real job that's stressful. So when she comes home, it's always Seinfeld or Friends. And uh, both of those shows, Seinfeld, I like because you can jump in and out of. But like Friends. Yeah, there's no continuity. Yeah. Friends, I don't give a shit about. I don't really like any of the characters. I find them all to be annoying. Yeah, a lot of them are low-key awful people. Not, Not overtly like Seinfeld. Seinfeld, right. Which, which has probably still my favorite series finale of all time. It's great because they all just, it ends and they're in jail, right? Or yeah, I, I always thought that's how right. Sex in the City should have ended, with everybody just going to jail for being awful people. Yeah, they should all be evicted in Sex in the City. Like, they should all just be homeless in the last episode because they're horrible people. Uh, all right, so um, what's next on your list? Uh, something I just jotted down because I was thinking about shows from my youth that still sort of just make me feel good or safe, you know, at this point, at this point in our lives, anything that makes us feel anything is a positive, net positive. That's true. I I guess that's why I I liked Boba Fett so much just because it made me feel things. Even if it's rage. The yeah. X-Files. I wrote down the X-Files. 
I never finished the series. I never got all the way to the end. Uh, after David Duchovny leaves, it kind of falls apart for me. I never watched the the Robert Patrick years. And yeah, uh, I just I can't. I, oh, Annabeth Gish, Robert Patrick, and Annabeth Gish took over. But uh, yeah, but those early seasons are. Uh, I was. I don't know. Are they good? I don't know. That's debatable. I, they might not be. And David Duchovny's character is seriously problematic. Yeah, I, uh, I have, I've rewatched some of the first and second season in the last few years, and I don't think they hold up. But I think the, it was so unique at the time, and I think the concept holds up well. But I think it they, still gives me the same feeling. As soon as they leaned too much into the mythos and got rid of the monster of the week shit, I was over it. Yeah, uh, on rewatch, I was not interested in the alien stuff at all. I could not give right. a shit about the alien conspiracy and then the black yeah. goo and all that garbage. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. The same thing happened to fringe when fringe was just a monster of the week episode. It was great when it got too much into their own story and like the everything's connected and all this yeah. sort of shit. Yeah. Like Alternate like, realities uh, and time travel are my two things that make me, my eyes roll back. And but you don't fiction. understand in, in, in the other fringe world, Manhattan only has one T. So that's how, you know, <laughs> right. That's how you know shit's weird. Let me see your show me. Yeah, uh, yeah, X Files is good. I, I think uh, I was living overseas when that started, so it wasn't something that was like uh, they're picking. When I was living over there, like I said, one one station, they're picking sure. the top. They're picking the top like twenty shows, twenty network shows, and that's it all. Took you a, get to see. It took a bit, so it wasn't something that I was presented to. So I probably yeah. watch it all. When I, mean, I got back to the it States was a phenomenon and, here, yeah, yeah. But I mean, by the time I started watching it, by the time I would put an episode on, I was probably like a six pack in, so I couldn't tell you the nuances. <laughs> of it. I, I remember TV critics thinking that Briscoe County, County Junior was going to be the hit of that TV season, and X Files would just fade away. You're the Briscoe County Junior of this podcast. <laughs> uh, the next one on my list might be on your list, but it might be too recent for you to even thought about for your list, but mm-hmm. infinitely rewatchable is uh, Ted Lasso. That's uh, on my I list. Will, I, I will say that it, the impact of it becomes lessened obviously when you rewatch it, but there's still the nuances, like the little jokes, the little mannerism mannerisms. Uh, all of that is still falls into that easily digestible stuff without being over, without me having to be overwhelmed by the emotional stuff. Yeah, I uh, I just wa- rewatched season one this week. I put it on while working, and it it's still as funny. But there is now knowing what's coming. There's this. Um, I don't want to call it dread, but I, it's like I don't know. I, I I don't know. It's like watching from a helicopter. As somebody in a car goes speeding towards a cliff. Yeah, I need to rewatch season two because I remember when season two started. Obviously, you don't know the back half of how the season's going to go. So I was like, oh, this is disappointing. It's like it's like marshmallow fluff. The, the yeah. season two, it's fucking lazy. It's weak. And then it all wraps like it's so. 
I'm in, I admire those people that can write that well, that they're like, look, we're going to lull these people, almost bore them, almost turn people off the show for a couple episodes, and then we're going to reel them back in for that heartfelt finish. Uh, yeah, I don't, yeah know again, if I, wanna, I don't know if I want to do season two or just watch one again, because right now football is life. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Danny Reyes, my spirit animal. Uh, yeah, so yeah, it, it's it it shows a lot of trust in their audience that they knew they could pull that off, and it's just really it's amazing kind of writing that they're like. I think it's I think it's amazing writing that they're like, look, we're gonna purposely maybe put some people off, as as a decision we've made, just to just to make these character arcs be what they are. Um, yeah, th- yeah. There's there, there's so much talent in that room to take this, this, it it was essentially a promotional joke for NBC sports. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And turn it into this thing. All the characters. It's like when they made the, didn't they make the uh, fucking Geico cavemen or something into a sitcom? (laughs) Yeah. It didn't work out quite as well. Yeah. It was, it wasn't as critically acclaimed, I think as Ted Lasso. Yeah. Uh, but I like with Ted Lasso, I like that, uh, even in the second season when they had to do bottle episodes, cause they, they didn't write 10 episodes. They only wrote eight. So they had to do the bottle episodes. They're so obvious bottle episodes. Like they don't even give a shit to try to pretend that it's anything more than what it is. It's, you know, we got to fill 30 minutes of entertainment and we're going to do it. And they're great. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it, it, the, the more worth- time I get to spend with all of them. I'll I have I have an I have another show coming up later towards towards the end of the conversation that's also on Apple Plus, and I will pay five dollars a month or six dollars a month for the rest of my life to have access to Ted Lasso and this other series. If even if that's all I want, watch like like I said right now I'm watching uh, Raised by Wolves. That's interesting. We'll see where it goes. Who knows? But I mean. I would pay $5. I might pay $5 a month just to have access to Ted Lasso whenever I want. Even if I only watch it like once a year, you know, it's, it's, I like having a touch of my fingertips. I can watch coach beard and Ted <laughs> in the airplane going to England. And when he's, when he says, he says, Hey, when we both dream tonight, let's dream about each other or let's dream about, yeah, let's, dream let's about, pretend let's like we hi. don't know each other. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. Stranger. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> So good. Uh, I need to rewatch it, man. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Roy Kent still still my for, will forever be my guy. Yeah. I, I just uh, fuck. I you love guys that, have man. A, you guys have a lot in common. I, I was never uh, good at school. So what do you say? We get out on the pit. Get out. On the proper fuck about. Do a bunch of <laughs> fifth graders or whatever. <laughs> my fucking shit yeah. fell over. I know, I saw it. Uh, all right, I'll jump into. Uh, do you have any more like live action comedies? Because I'm going into some. I'm getting out of comedies here. So what do you have uh, left? I, I've got my other Brett Goldstein series, Derek, that I rewatch pretty regularly. I, I've talked yeah, about I, that enough on this show previously. People know. Yeah, I still that haven't. Is. I still haven't finished it. Great. And I'm still not. I'm still not quite sure if it's problematic or not. So I don't know. I, it's in the same vein as Ted. It's it's just feel good stuff. Yeah, it's it's very sweet and innocent, kind of like a lot of uh, Ted Lasso. Uh, all right, so uh, earlier I mentioned animated shows, but I don't care if they're funny. Do it to it. 
Justice League Unlimited. I'm mm. Go ahead and throw Batman the Animated Series in with that. Okay. Uh, and I'm one of the weird dudes. Like a lot of people like the 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 early seasons of Batman the Animated Series where it's like moody and noirish. Mm-hmm. I like the last. I like the last season where it's like new Catwoman. Uh, new Robin, new Batman. The figures design. are a little more stylized. Yeah, the Glenn, Glenn Murakami took over. Yeah, Glenn Murakami took over from. Bruce Got the Stone. new Robin costume. Yeah, like uh, and you start you start having crossovers with like Static Shock. You have crossovers with Batman Beyond, I think maybe, or maybe just Justice League of the Future. I could be confusing that with Justice League Unlimited, but but again, I don't have Justice League on here. It's only when it went to the expanded cast of Justice League Unlimited where I really think it came into its own. Um, I remember watching that first because I used to watch this with my kids because I really wanted my kids to grow up reading comics. So I would always watch this with them when they were like little, like toddlers. We'd sit down, we'd watch Justice League. And then when Justice League Unlimited, the, the first episode of that show is the uh, Green Arrow Black Canary. And Green Arrow's like dude, hitting people with boxing glove uh, arrows and shit. And I just remember thinking like, holy fuck, like I can't believe this is on. Like I can't believe I'm watching this. Like nowadays, that wouldn't be a big deal. But at, at 20 years ago, seeing this kind of overtly superhero shit on TV was a big deal, even if it was a cartoon. Um, and it wasn't just made for laughs, which was the big deal. I mean, they had some, you know, they had some, I guess, trying to be comedy. I don't know. Nothing's funny when it's animated to me, but they also had like serious action pieces and serious, like, like Wildcat hated himself so much. He fought in like a superhero fucking UFC, super powered UFC. Cause he wanted to punish himself. Like it's just great I, shit. I don't get it, man. You're like, I don't know. You're like Mando with droids or like James Caan and Alien Nation. You just got this this prejudice you can't get over with funny cartoons. Well, maybe if they looked like Justice League Unlimited, if they were designed by Bruce Timm and Glenn Murakami, but they were funny, then maybe. Like Freakazoid. Freakazoid's fine. Even Animaniacs is fine. Because Animaniacs is zany. I don't need like an adult. I don't need a... It's in the song. I don't need a... I don't... <laughs> I don't need an adult comedy animated because I can, I'm an adult. I can watch live action okay. animated comedy. Even when the animation's comedies. like purposefully bad and funny, like South Park or yeah, I've never I seen mean, like Bojack Horseman or no, I, any of that stuff. I, I used to, I used to get drunk every night when I worked at the record store and people then liked South Park when it first started. And you know, when you're a six pack in South Park's funny. But I'm not going to put it on okay. now, you know. Like I'm not going to put it on completely sober, you know, and enjoy it. Okay. But yeah, give me give me the DC, not not the entirety of the DC animated universe because once they go away from the Bruce Tim kind of verse, I don't give a shit. But uh, just like Unlimited is is great epic scale animated action, and I'm here for that. <sighs> Yeah, I've never seen any of that stuff, and I keep hearing good things from everybody. So at some point, I'm going to have to make it. It's on HBO. A priority. Max. Yeah, you could just watch it. HBO. HBO. Uh, okay, what do you got? What next? channel? Uh, <laughs> the other day. Wait a minute. I'm gonna. My wife never yeah. listens to these, so I can say this. The other day, my wife's looking for movies, and she was looking for movies on like uh, Prime or something. And I go, well, you should look for movies on HBO Max. I mean, we pay for it, and it's got the best selection. And she goes, they show movies on HBO Max? 
she like she thought it was just like <laughs> Sex in the City and like you know whatever. And I was like, it's in the title, Home Box Office. She 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 holds a doctorate, so who am I to say? Who am I to say anything? But yes, they show movies on HBO Max. Uh, okay, what's next? Sorry. Uh, again, another show that we have talked about ad nauseum justified I'm due for my rewatch. I haven't started that yet, even though Mr. Sexy himself cameoed on our favorite show of the year. Uh, Yeah. I need to get back to it because it's been too long, but since you have a certain visited Harlan, do you have a certain time of the year where you, when you watch it, like do you normally start it around the same time? No, no, I, I, I don't know. The mood hasn't quite struck me yet. So, I don't know what that mood is exactly. Um, while it makes me happy, it makes me happy just because I enjoy it so much, not because it's happy. So, usually, yeah, like I've been reaching for other things. Like, I went through Derek already this year and I went through Ted Lasso again. You know, it's the early part of the year so far. And that's sort of the shit that I've been going for. Yeah, I mean, Raylan is inherently kind of a miserable dude. So it's not like a feel-good... It's a feel-good show because of how he acts it. Right. He, he is the angriest the, man Winona's ever known. Yeah, but the, and that's part of the charm about it is if you're, if you're of a certain disposition like I am, Raylan's kind of always... He's true to himself, but it's always kind of a front. Like he's making quips and shit that he's making because there's other people there. If he was by himself alone in a hotel room, it's just a bottle of whiskey and self-doubt. Oh, that's everybody. Yeah. But that's what I like about it is that he is when he's out in public, he's putting on a persona almost the way a lot of us do when we're out in public. But he's really just a miserable son of a bitch who just falls ass backwards into situations and women. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like the characters from almost every show on our list so far has daddy issues. Yeah. Justified might be the one show that would be in my favorite shows of all time list. Like it'd be somewhere in the top 10. That is also the, it's the most rewatchable one on that list. You know, like the wire is not as rewatchable. Deadwood's not as rewatchable. The Americans are not as rewatchable. Like it's a tone thing. Yeah, it's just because uh, it's almost like it's almost and there are certain episodes that are just like almost like basic television. Like they're just going through the motion. They're just expanding the story. Like it's not it's not as heavy as a lot of other shows, but it's so well right. done that. It yeah, makes it's that list. it's a it's a good version of a CBS show. Yes, it, it's, co- yeah. it, it, you know, it's 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 sort of formulaic. You got the arc of the season, you know, you know, you know, there's going to be a next season. So, you know, he's going to be okay. Uh, yeah, but, uh, but it is a tone thing. Like th- those other shows aren't, aren't trying to push the same buttons. Yeah. It's like, what if- those are, that's prestige TV stuff. That's stuff where you sit down and you're supposed to pay attention and it's the shit that people are going to be talking about next day. Uh, I don't know. This is just sort of it, it. It's it's very very well done escapism popcorn TV. 
yeah, it's like what if uh like what if what if uh Castle or Bones actually gave a shit about being good? Yeah. As a, as opposed to just getting to the next commercial break. Yeah, that was that that was always my problem with um both of those shows. It's like I watched Angel and Firefly. I mean, there's no way that these two can think anytime when they walk on set for either of these shows that they're doing better work. Yeah. Speaking of just so justified was next on my list, but you just said it firefly is next on my list. Oh, uh, I have watched it. I think three times. So I'm not like a fucking dork ass brown coat or anything, but I have watched it like three times through. And as we get further away from it and we realize maybe we don't need more of it if someone's going to be in charge of it. But uh, I, I kind of like it, the fact that it's 10 episodes in a movie, right? I guess technically it's a movie in 10 episodes or something like that, you know, like all of it I is like, consumable pretty quick. Yeah. It's, it's all consumable. It all kind of, I, I like that. I can binge it over like a week or two and I'm done with it until I want to watch it again. And it's all well done. Uh, I, I appreciate the fact that it was like on a budget. So it looks a little cheap and they had to make uh, creative decisions, you know, to, to tell those stories and to have that show. It had to be made, you know, with budget in mind and with, yeah, other I mean, in mind. it's great. Yeah. It's it it, it looks stars. like it was, it, it, it's one of the magical things about that show is that it really does suspend disbelief in in a really sort of hard, like realistic, practical way. Cause you look at it and it looks like it was a show that Fox didn't want to pay for, but, right, you, but, but once everybody starts talking and things get going, you just, you don't think about it. But it's also unique in that if you're watching a scene and there's nothing that has, nothing has to do with spaceships or, other planets that it just becomes a Western and you just accept that it's a Western and you don't even think about it, that it's another planet. Like it's the, it's the, it's, it's old West on another planet. Yeah. You don't yeah. even think about that for most of the episodes. Right. Well, then yeah. all of a sudden the spaceship shows up and you're like, Oh shit, that's right. Every planet is just North of LA. Northeast. It's all let's dirt and shrubs. Yeah. Let's get Barstow some credit. Uh, yeah. It's so, yeah, Firefly is something I can just throw on. All these shows, just throw it on. It's enjoyable. It introduced me to the magic of Christina Hendricks. It did a lot of, did a lot of great kind of fun stuff. And the movie's fun too. The movie's like, oh, what if we had a bigger budget, but they kept the same vibe? It's fine. I like it all. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Does the movie look better? Yeah. Does it? Yeah. A yeah. little bit. I always thought he was a limited director. Like e even the Avengers movies look like TV shows. They're shot yes, like TV shows. Especially if you watch the first Avengers now. Did he do the second one too? Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you look at those first two compared to the Russo brothers Avengers. It's like, oh, did they make these 40 years apart? You know, like, but I mean, also the John Favreau, like Iron Man, it looks like it was made for TV. If you look at it now, you know, like. It just things are progressing so fast. That's a whole different show about the progressive tendencies of directors and major films. What's next on your list, man? Uh, I've exhausted everything on my list. Ooh. 
You don't have any reality shows on there. You don't have reality shows that you can just sit back and binge or like. <sighs> I mean, just let I, play I, while you. I sure, yeah, I guess so. I never think about them. I never, right. I never seek them out. That's that's kind of my point. There, there, I do have one on my list that I do seek out, but the rest of them, it's just, oh shit, I come across it and I realize I can watch. It's not on my list, but I could watch sure. Diners, Drives, yeah. and Dives. While yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed. Yeah, that one's okay, I guess. I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed um, Man versus Food when it was on because he would always eat the shit that I would eat. And he looked like me until the end when he didn't look like me. Yeah. And uh, I always enjoyed that one. Uh, Nailed It, I think, is very entertaining. Uh, But no, I don't have anything else. I mean, I'll put on some of those like uh, survivalist shows every once in a while or like uh, tiny house shit or like there's just one on Hulu. Uh, It's. impossible builds something like that people buy and like design like they they, they want to live in weird places so they buy these kit houses that they transport there and then they have to put them together in like 48 hours and that sort of shit i find that interesting just because i like to build stuff yeah it's kind of like escapism right when you're watching those kind of shows you know like oh this would be fun i could do this it's different like anything that's different especially in a reality show anything that's different than your everyday like my 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 everyday routine drives me absolutely fucking nuts. So I'm always looking for new stuff. So when I watch like chopped, you know, like mm. like I'm like as soon as they give the basket ingredients, me and my wife are like, well, I would make this, I would do this. <laughs> because for like four minutes of my day, I'm doing some critical thinking, I'm doing some problem solving, you know, out of the box thinking, you know, what am I gonna do with that dragon fruit? Dragon fruit's pretty good. Well, you don't know. What are you gonna do with that fucking uh, you know? other shit durin i think it's dirt zucchini yeah smells like butt yeah like you know how do you how do you make the butt smell go away when you're cooking that yeah how do you make squash tasty don't give me that spaghetti squash shit either it's fucking garbage uh but yeah that kind of stuff so i'm into chopped beat bobby flay just because like i don't want to like bobby flay but he makes me like him you know like fuck i hate like god damn it you know, he's so frustrating. He's got cats and shit. Like, I, I should hate him. Pounding Vaj. Uh, <laughs> so we're, we're like, we're like the, we're like the target audience for beat Bobby Flay. My wife and I are like, they got to beat Bobby Flay. And they fucking almost never beat Bobby Flay. Uh, sounds like aliens are invading on your side of the house. <laughs> Something in the garage is going off. There's like an old dollhouse buried over here somewhere. Oh, I was going to say, say, it's the ghost of the dollhouse. Yeah, it, it, it must be a ghost. Anytime anything that make, with a button makes noise and it's not pushed, it's a ghost. <laughs> if you like uh, if you like cars at all, then Top Gear has like 20 seasons, I recommend. I don't know if they're all available on Prime, but Top yeah. Gear's fun. I, I, would, I, I would think so. I mean, I like... I. I'm a guy that wants to want to like cars and I also like British accents. So it seems like a show that would be for me, but I, uh, I just never give it my time. Yeah. Top gear is great. The new one on prime, uh, the grand tour is pretty good. Uh, I recommend that as well, but my last recommendation I get, or my last show on my list of, of reality shows 
is the long way up, long way down, long way uh, round. round. Yeah, they're just fantastic. It's everything I want. And uh, it's long. Not yet. It's all. It's everything I. (laughs) It's everything I want in adventure shows and travel shows. I guess I didn't put no reservations on here. Parts unknown. Parts reservations. uh, Even the chef's tour. So the Bourdain shows and the long way series both hit me everywhere. It's all about traveling. It's about being immersed in traveling, which I enjoy. It's. it's about enjoying traveling, enjoying new experience, which is what, like, I think we've talked about this on the podcast before. Like, I will oftentimes drive a different way, like, to work just because it's different, you know? Like, yeah. who knows Who knows what I'm going to see if I go out of my way to drive to work, you know? Or it's never anything, but it could always be something, and I'm always excited could about that. Could be something. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I would recommend uh, any, uh, any of the Long Way series. I just saw... There's a commercial right now with Ewan McGregor in it, and he's walking through a building, and there's like cars and models and perfumes. So for and I'm crypto, like, fuck what, it- oh, dude? I'm, I'm like, I, that's my first thought is, please die, don't let it be a fucking crypto commercial. And then he actually walks past a blown up, you know, you know, Batman has the the penny in the yeah. Batcave. He walks past a Batcave sized penny, but it's a it's a crypto, it's an Ethereum coin. And I was like, I was like, motherfucker. Aww. And then he opens a door and it's a beach and it's an Expedia commercial to get out and explore the world. Aww. And I was like, thank fucking God that Obi-Wan. I mean, how am I supposed to be jerking off to him next month when Obi-Wan comes yeah. out if he's a crypto guy? Kill my boner. So uh, super, super excited. But yeah, travel shows, especially if it's sort of travel shows that instead of telling you things, let you experience things. I'm into that. Uh, that I think that we've talked about that. I've talked about that to death on the show. That, that is my dream job is a show where I get to travel for next to nothing. I really want to do a show where you travel on a budget, fucking sleep on floors. You know, that's that a reality kind of show. I'm sure it's out there, but I don't know. No, I, I mean, that's, yeah, that could totally be your thing. Here's $600. Yeah, like, you got to yeah. get to here. Yeah. Couch surf. You know, do whatever, you know, like, however you got to get there. I don't want to hitchhike. That's a little weird. But, you know, ride boards, you know, whatever. Act like I'm a student. Are you going to Sacramento this weekend? I got to go home to Sacramento. (laughs) I'll pay you gas money. There you go. I'm at a shows. I just want to travel and laugh. And those are what the shows I watch do. Cool. And and watch uh, uh, Green Arrow shoot fucking punching uh, uh, boxing glove arrows and shit. Yeah, aerodynamic. And I want to see uh, Black Canary beat people up in a cage. I'm into that kind of shit. Because she's a canary. Yeah. Sure. There's in an the episode cage. where they are. There's the episode that mimics that uh, that comic by uh, Todd Knock where all the adults become kids. That's two episodes mm. in Justice League Unlimited. Batman's a little kid who gets frustrated because he's a little kid, but he's still like Batman, you know? So he's like, fuck. And Wonder Woman's like, it's very sexist, but Wonder Woman's like, hey, like, try, like he's cute, whatever. Like, she's being like, it's dumb, but it's good. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's problematic now. Like, Wonder Woman should be the dominant and Bruce should be the sub because we all know that's how it is in real life. That's uh, how it is in his personal life, anyhow. Sure. Take the mask off. You know he's paying for some weird shit. Sure, for sure. Hopefully he's not killing them afterwards because it's the only way to keep your secret safe if you're a billionaire. 
But or you get another, or you get an island, and you just fly people to it, and you secretly record them. No, well, he he's down with the mass stuff, so it's all eyes wide shut shit. Yeah, step on my balls with your fucking high heels. It doesn't matter. I don't care who's wearing the high heels. Just make sure you crush those things. <laughs> All right. Tight hour. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's good. good. I mean, it's good. Excellent TV. I feel like people that are listening to these posi episodes are just like, oh, this is all they talk about all the time anyways. Fucking Ted Lasso, Aliens. Whatever. Yeah, well, well. Watch them. Remember when we were going to do a Justified podcast and then we realized it would just be us watching Justified with like yeah. no commentary? It'd be a silent episode, 45 minutes of nothing. Yeah, we'd get into a fist fight over whether we whether Ava or uh, What's-Her-Face is better. Oh, what's yes. her name? I have opinions on this. Winona. The blonde? I already said. Oh, oh, Winona. See, I'm a Winona guy. You're an Ava guy. No, I'm a Winona guy. Oh, I thought at one point you gave me... It's a whole different podcast. Sorry, that was folks. somebody else. Okay. Yeah. No, Winona's the winner, but they're I am both team problematic. They're, they both have problems. He doesn't need either of them, and I'm happy that he's moved on from both. He's, he's cleared his schedule of those two ladies. And now he's, he's going working to on Detroit. himself. Yeah, now he's going to Detroit with, with salt and pepper hair. <laughs> That's right. I'm excited. I'm excited about it. Even sexier, older Rayland. Okay. Uh, anything else? Oh, do you have any recommendations? I have one. Do you have anything? No, not anything other than I've talked about already. Uh, the other day, my wife wanted to put on a horror movie, and she put on The Hitcher from 1986 with C. Thomas Howell, uh, Rutger Hauer, and Jennifer Ooh. Jason Lee. And I had Rutger seen it, Hauer. obviously. I had seen it at some point in the late 80s, early 90s, but... If you're looking for a horror movie that really fucking holds up, The Hitcher is the way to go. It is fantastic. It's even got a little thinker in there. Like, is this, is this even happening? It's got one of those things in there. It's good, man. I recommend it. Other than the right. fact that, spoiler alert, Rucker Howard brings down a helicopter with like a fucking pistol. That's a little... Ah, what, are, what are we on? Tatooine all of a sudden? Shit ain't really happening. I don't know what that means. He used the force. All right. Congratulations cool. on the gunner, Scott. Send us out of here. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh yeah. Uh I if, fuck. I don't know. Bye. Oh, uh, I recommend the Jameson Cold Brew oh, uh, Irish whiskey. Okay. It's barely Good. like drinking. If if you if you want to drink whiskey without feeling like you're drinking whiskey and you like cold brew black coffee. It's like, this is the it, drink for you. Sure. It's a, it's a room temperature Irish coffee. Yeah, except I had my circular, my ball of ice in it. That's good. Tasty. Highly recommended it. All right. Good night. God bless. <laughs> We're going to need it. Fuck yeah. We're all going to get fucking drafted. <laughs>